Hello, my name is Alicia Meacham, and today I will be talking about the Teach Like a Champion book by Doug Lamov, and I will be speaking on Chapter 3, Technique 15, which is titled Without Apology. So this technique is a technique for teachers in order to raise the standards for students and not have them see new content as something that they have to do or something that they won't find enjoyable. I know oftentimes a lot of people, they will go into a class thinking it's not exciting or won't be something that they enjoy, but because of the teacher and then the way that the teacher teaches it, they come out life changed and fully enjoying this topic and loving everything about it just because the teacher did not sit, start class with, oh, I know you're going to hate this lesson or this is going to be boring or we have to learn this for the test. Instead, they provided the students with amazing opportunities to immerse themselves in the lecture or instead of saying something was too challenging, they were like, I know you can do this. Let's work through it together. And it was overall encouraging and a positive experience. So essentially, without apology, a quote from the book states, embrace rather than apologize for rigorous content, academic challenge, and the hard work necessary to scholarship, end quote. So this is essentially saying that when starting a new lesson, instead of saying, oh, I'm sorry that we have to learn this or it's on the test, like I stated earlier, encourage them that they're going to do well in it. So use phrases like, a lot of people are afraid of this stuff, but I know that we can do it. I found this so exciting when I learned it. I know that you'll be able to succeed in this, or this will help you for second grade next year or third grade, whatever grade they're in. And just overall telling them and showing them that this information is important. Because when we start out a lesson by apologizing for having to teach it, we're showing students that it's not really important and we're only learning it because we have to teach it instead of the fact that we actually enjoy it. By showing students that we actually enjoy lessons, they're way more engaged and they're going to show you that they can do well because they want to succeed for you. So if you're saying like this isn't this content doesn't really matter, the only reason you need it is because of the test, they're not going to want to learn it. They're going to learn it for a little bit, take the test, and then no longer feel like it's necessary for life. Additionally, this um, chapter states that you can both apologize for the content and you can apologize for the like apologize for the student. And apologizing for the content is what I just discussed about apologizing for having to teach something or saying it's going to be difficult or you're not going to like it. But apologizing for the student, I feel like could be much worse and more detrimental to the student because apologizing for the student is essentially thinking before they even start to begin to learn it, is thinking that that student can't succeed at what they're doing. So the book offered a really good example of Hispanic students learning Chinese and how they were able to learn Chinese and um, demonstrate it in Chinatown when ordering food in Mandarin. But if his teacher were to apologize for the students, they would use stereotypes and biases and essentially say, well, you know, I don't think that they can get this or that this population is able to understand this or this is going to be harder for this student and essentially give them an opportunity to just go to the waysides and not fully 
take pride and ownership of what they're doing. So instead of apologizing for students or on like the behalf of students, the book suggests the following phrases. This is one of the things we can take some pride in knowing, end quote. Or when you're in college, you can show off how much you know about whatever subject you're teaching. This is really tricky, but I haven't seen much you can do if you put your mind to it. So you can really see that within the quotes I just used versus like having the mindset that a student can't do it, you're setting the student overall up for success. If you are able to, you know, set those high expectations for the student and encourage them to continue to learn and put their mind to things and want to learn, you are able to get better. Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? products out of them and like better overall engagement. So essentially to wrap it up, no or without apology is essentially stating that we do not as teachers apologize for what we're teaching. Instead, we should take pride in what we're teaching. And even if it's the most boring subject in the world to us, we present it in a way that is meaningful and exciting to our students so that they're able to learn it and they want to learn it. Additionally, we should not apologize on our students' behalf. We should not assume that they cannot do something simply because of who they are. We should instead encourage them and set those high expectations for every student so that they are able to succeed and that they know that they can succeed because every student is capable of success and by not apologizing for what you're teaching and taking pride in your students and what you're teaching, you're able to encourage them to be the best that they can be. And overall, get the best results out of your students and teach them to have a love for learning.